police rules in the morning. Meet Evie, a vintage bong with the mysterious power to make all your fantasies come true. Hypnotized by Evie's seductive feminine appearance, college nerd Alistair McDowell and his stoner roommates take a toke, and Evie takes them on a wild trip to her bong world, where they are seduced by exotic strippers with deadly powers. They should have read the fine print. Potheads beware. You might enjoy this trip so much you'll die in ecstasy. As Alistair and his friends look for a way to escape the bong world before it's too late, their one chance at survival might rest in the hands of Jimbo Leary, Evie's original owner, here to destroy her for good. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. We review B-Movies for those store abilities. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. This week, as we continue our trip through Drug Month, we're taking a look at the 2006 film Evil Bong. Well, we don't have this one on DVD, so what you just heard was the Amazon.com description, because that's how we watched this shit. It's, yeah, it's good enough. And speaking of shit, let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. What do you want to do first? Let's start with the bottom. All right. So, for me, number three. Every character can be described in one word. Dude, jock, surfer, nerd, slut, blonde, stoner. There you have it. That's the whole fucking cast of the movie right there. So Tommy Chung is two words, so... No, no, no that, that was stoner. Oh, oh, sorry, delivery guy. That would be the only two-word description I have to give. Number two. All the references in this movie to other Charles Band movies, it's kind of like when a director goes, Hey, look, I've made so many movies. I did so much stuff. I'm awesome. You know, I'm just, I'm just going to have a bunch of my characters show up because, yeah, that, that's cool because I can do that. It was just kind of like fucking bragging. And I just, I, you know, I was totally confused. And, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that I have seen the Ginger Dead Man movie, um, the original one at least, I'd have been totally lost the entire movie with all these references. But once he showed up, I was like, oh, I guess these are all references to other Charles Band movies. You know, if you haven't seen his other movies, you won't fucking get the joke. It's just stupid. Number one. I know that this is evil bong, and not killer bong, but I was highly disappointed in the fact that the bong did not actually physically kill anybody. Like, I was really expecting this bong to just, like, go balls to the wall evil and, like, be slitting throats and shit. No, it just kind of, like, people smoke it, and then it, like, hypnotizes them. Like, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, for number three, I agree with you with the characters being real cliched and boring. Most of them are pretty one-dimensional and made the movie really quite predictable. Number two, this movie was just really slow-paced for the first hour of it. It kind of picks up after that, but man, I didn't care about anything going on for the majority of it. And number one, the... Thought of the, I thought the bong was just like kind of like you. I thought the bong was actually going to be physically killing people, but instead he kind of like makes people stone and then sends them to some weird bong world. It was really weird, but no one actually got physically killed by a bong, and I was very disappointed by that. Yeah. Well, how about let's uh, let's talk about the good here. How about the top three? For me, number three. The bong is seemingly bigger on the inside, kind of like a TARDIS, housing an entire strip club, which does mean boobies. And boobies 
normally make a movie better. Number two, the character of Grandpa. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention him in my one-dimensional characters, because unlike the other ones, he's fucking awesome. He's such an angry, crotchety old man. I just love him. All he does is come in and fucking insult everybody in the room for like 10 minutes for no reason. See, he's got two uh, words to describe him, old and veteran. Well, remember, old, crotchety, angry. He's got lots of words to describe him. P.O.W. <laughs> Number one, Tommy Chong fights the evil bong. And it's not so much a fight as, like, Tommy Chong is trying to destroy it, but it, it escalates rather quickly. You know, like that meme. Well, that escalated quickly. First, he tries to bash it with, his, with a hammer. Spoilers here. Then he fucking takes out a chainsaw and tries to chainsaw the motherfucker. And then he's like, oh, that's not working. I guess we're going to have to step it up. He pulls out fucking dynamite. Like, like who goes there from chainsaw to dynamite? I mean, let's, let's slow it down here, Tommy Chong. But, uh, you know, whatever gets the job done, I guess. But yeah, Tommy Chong and his fighting of the evil bong was, uh, was pretty fun. All right, so for my top three, number three, I actually kind of liked seeing the other um, characters from different Charles Band films. Um, there was Ginger Dead Man, a few others. Um, I thought it was kind of cool just seeing them there. I can kind of see where it'd be annoying, especially if you hadn't seen the other films, but and this one came out a while after most of the other ones, so I thought it kind of worked pretty well. Number two, I agree with the old with you about the old man. He's just like yelling at everybody, like, "Listen, kid, get your shit together." Like, I don't want to hear any any whining. He was just awesome, and so much better than the stoner characters. And for number one, I the Tommy Chung appearance was amazing. He just appears out of nowhere to explain the plot and then fight the evil Bong, and it was just hilarious. Like, I wouldn't expect anything less from Tommy Chung. If I ever get attacked by a killer bong, I hope that Tommy Chong like randomly appears to save me. Well, you know what we did not mention at all was the um the dialogue. Yeah. But we, you know, there was a lot of in between in this movie that we didn't talk about. I mean, top three and bottom three really limits us, and uh, this movie had some other merits to it. So uh, let's give ourselves a little bit of a good old fashioned quote war. Quote war. All right, so we're gonna quote this movie back and forth. I, th- I think it's Paul's turn to start. All right. You better answer me or I'll work you over with a car battery and a grapefruit spoon. Are you a narc? Got You got a mind like a urinal cake. T- to complete my studies, I will require that every one of my brain cells is in tip-top condition. <laughs> Whatever, queer. Don't even go there, pencil dick. I've been there, man. You don't come back from there. Well, I did, but I was lucky. This is your new grandma, not some floozy you can defile with your pathetic little penis. How many comments on my penis today? The, well, well, that that was that that uh, that wasn't a quote from the movie, but you know, that that did end this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from Evil Bong, or you know, want to say anything about it, leave a comment here or on our website, bmoviebros.com. So, I, I think we should give this movie our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? I gave it a 4 out of 10. I give it a 5 out of 10. So, I mean, Evil Bong is a movie that happened. 
with one-dimensional characters and little to no plot, it did manage to take up an hour, 23 minutes of screen time, which, albeit, is not very bad. Of that time, there are a few points that make this a worthwhile movie to watch. The first of which is the character Grandpa. Second is the stripper world inside of the bong. And third is Tommy Chong. Not necessarily in that order. But otherwise, you know, this movie goes up in smoke. It's got, you know, a good vibe for background noise and doesn't really fit into the horror or comedy genre as well as just, you know, a subgenre I like to call puppet exploitation. If you can call the evil bong a puppet, that is. <laughs> up in smoke. I see what you did there. All right. Evil bong had a really slow start. The first hour of it really dragged on. However, the end of the film, at least the last 20 or so minutes, was awesome. Tommy Chong suddenly appears and out of nowhere and starts, fly, starts uh, fighting the evil Bong and explains the plot to everybody. A wild Tommy Chong has appeared. <laughs> I was hoping this movie would be more ridiculous and over the top, but unfortunately it was pretty straightforward and really predictable. Still, there were some funny moments, and the evil Bong versus Tommy Chong was just amazing. It's not a great film by any means, but... Was anyone really expecting a film like called Evil Bong to be amazing? I certainly wasn't. Would I watch it again? Eh, maybe eventually. Certainly wouldn't go out of my way for it, though. Yeah, that just made me think, if Tommy Chong was a Pokemon in Pokemon Go, you would have to find special, like, instead of raspberries or fucking nana berries or pineapple berries or a blunt, you would have, you would have to find weed candies to throw at him. And, like, you, you couldn't catch him unless you threw weed candies at him. Tommy Chung dropped, like, three blunts. <laughs> well, that would be how you evolve him. Like, that would be your, your seventh-day evolution item, blunt. Does he evolve to Cheech Marin or something? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do. So, we like to give every B-movie we watch an A-movie companion. And tell you why this B-movie is the same as this A-movie, a movie of higher class and standard. For me, I picked the 1992 animated feature, Disney's Aladdin. I picked Alice in Wonderland from 1951. So, the reason that kill, uh, Evil, not Killer, Evil Bong and Aladdin are the same movie is both movies revolve around vagabonds. Aladdin, who is a street rat, and Larnell, who is a you know, stoner college failure. Both movies feature a magical item. In Aladdin, it's the magic lamp. In Evil Bong, it's the evil bong. Both magical items emit something when they're activated properly. The bong emits vapors and smoke. The lamp emits a genie. Both movies feature a whole new world. In Aladdin, there's a song called A Whole New World. In Evil Bong, there's a whole new world inside the B Evil Bong itself, which is filled with strippers. In both movies, the main brunette of the film, Jasmine in Aladdin and Luann in Evil Bong, wear shirts and other clothing that constantly expose their belly throughout the film, which is a fucking pet peeve of mine. Either wear a full shirt or wear a sports bra. No reason for the fucking midriff shirt. It's a waste of cloth. And both movies end with a showdown. In Aladdin, Aladdin has a showdown with Jafar. In Evil Bong, Tommy Chong has a showdown with 
the evil bong. And that's why Aladdin from 1992 is an A-movie version of Evil Bong from 2006. Man, got a little angry about those midriff shirts, didn't you? Got a fucking waste of clothing. Those are not like pre-ripped jeans. Those are just stupid. And super expensive. Yeah. All right. I picked Alice in Wonderland because both movies are about someone accidentally finding themselves in a strange alternate dimension of some sort. Alice falls down a rabbit hole and ends up in Wonderland in Alice in Wonderland, and the characters in Evil Bong get transported to a strange stoner-verse after they smoke from the Evil Bong. The characters in both movies are far less concerned or confused by the scenarios that surround them than any normal person probably would. In both movies, the characters are attacked by items that are normally inanimate. Alice is attacked by a bunch of playing cards turned into people and other weird shit in Alice in Wonderland, and the characters in Evil Bong battle, well, an evil bong. And both movies are supposedly about drugs. Evil Bong is overtly about drugs because it's about, well, an evil bong and people smoking from it. And Alice in Wonderland is believed by many fans to be about a bad drug trip and some kind of allegory for drugs. And that is why Alice in Wonderland is an A-movie version of Evil Bong. So there you have it. If you want to check out an A-movie version of Evil Bong, take a look at Aladdin or Alice in Wonderland. Now I think it's time for everyone's favorite part where we tell you how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Where we'll give you some drinking games for this movie. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, anytime Bachman... The surfer says, monkey, take a drink. Anytime grandpa insults Larnell, that, that's, y- you'll know who it is. Take a fucking drink. Anytime Brett mentions baseball, take a drink. Whenever Alistair says his name is Alistair, not Al, take a drink. And of course, because it's drug month, anytime someone is doing drugs or mentions drugs, take a drink. Every time someone smokes from the evil bong, Take a drink. Every time Alistair does something awkward, take a drink. Every time Jimbo tries to destroy the evil bong, take a drink. And every time someone ends up in the strip club, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-movie related, you can leave us a comment on either our YouTube or SoundCloud pages right below the video. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can also check out all our other reviews and shows. We have content six days a week on our website bmoviebros.com. So that brings us to uh, the conclusion of uh, the third week here of Drug Month. So we've got three movies here to rank. Um, For me, number three at the bottom... Um, Evil Bong, although I gave it a higher rating than Bones, it, um, yeah, it's more of a background movie, not something that I would sit and kind of watch, like maybe if it was on TV and I had nothing better to do, um, I'd sit and watch it, but you know, not my first choice. Number two, Bones. Snoop Dogg is killing people. I mean, it's a good experience to have once in a while, and it's one of those things where you could say, hey guys, You want to see Snoop Dogg as a supernatural killer? Like, not something you can often say. And something I think a lot more people would be interested in taking a look at than, say, an evil bong. 
Number one, Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror. Combine Tales from the Crypt with Snoop Dogg, and you've got Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror. It's, it's classy and fun. For number three, I picked Bones. They tried to throw in so many different things, and really in the end, none of it really worked. Number two, I picked Evil Bong. It wasn't a great film, but, you know, it had me laughing a little bit. And, you know, the end with Tommy Chong fighting an evil bong. Really, what more can you ask for? And number one, Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror. In my opinion, it was the most, much better horror-themed movie with Snoop Dogg that we've watched this month. <laughs> so, friends, if you would like to join us next week, we're going to dive back into musical territory for our final film of Drug Month with the 2008 musical Repo, the genetic opera. Finally a good movie. You know, it, it, it does speak to us because, you know, like, like in Repo, this is a thankless job. But somebody's got to do it. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back next week. Yeah, we, hey, 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 hey,